Hello, everyone, and welcome back to To Have and To Roll. I am Daft Prodigy, joined by my beautiful spouse, sorry, joined by my beautiful husband, Rain Zero. You are listening to Session 61, Lines and Tigers and Stairs. The cover of night have entered the chambers beneath Arcona Palace in the hopes of finding the missing seneschal, Neolandis Kalapopoulos, and their friend, Vencarlo Orosini as well as some clues as to what the Arconas may have in store for Corvosa. With the events of this dungeon in mind, we are giving a content warning for this episode. Snakes feature heavily as enemies and design motifs in this session. If you are phobic or otherwise bothered by snakes, you can skip ahead at the point when Lenore pushes the door at the bottom of the cavern. This session features sound effects and music by Sirenscape, and music by Michael Gelfi Audio. More on those at the end of the session. Now, head down with us, and down, and down, and down, to this session of Curse of the Crimson Throne. beautiful wife hello beautiful husband and welcome back to to curse, curse of the, the crimson, crimson throne, throne. Curse, curse of the crimson throne what happened last time? last time on curse, on curse of the crimson throne we went to visit glorio arcona we discovered that the arconas were already waiting for us yeah. not in the uh we've been sitting up all night waiting for you you've come home late and now we're very disappointed but Turn in the, the lamp yeah already sitting on, ah! um but rather gloria has wanted to talk to us since we got rid of pilts yes and if we hadn't gotten rid of pilts ourselves gloria would have personally asked us to do so so he was very impressed. Uh, we cast a bunch of buffs before going in because we've had some bad feelings about the Arconas for a while. Notably, they've been involved in a few things that they say weren't their fault. But, um, you know, things like All the Worlds Meet, uh -huh. things like uh, the Ergothoan uh, temple being underneath one of their old warehouses, things mm -hmm. like that. Um, and so we're like, not sure what's not sure what's coming. Not sure what's going to go on in here. They have two of our two people we want to talk to imprisoned or dead or both. Uh, and so uh, we're going to go in and we're going to see if we can ask nicely to go and see Vencarlo Orosini and Neolandis Kalapopoulos, uh, the two people who we believe the Arconas were holding prisoner. Uh, it turned out, you know, we were able to have a nice conversation. Nice being a very uh, yeah. loosely used term here. We had a very civil conversation mm -hmm. in which Glorio Arcona Diplomatic, you might say. Yes. In which Glorio Arcona was like, look you hate the queen I hate the queen you can go and talk to your friends if you can get through the prison um, and then if you survive going through the prison, maybe we can work together to take <clears throat> out the queen and we were like, well we really need to talk to these people we can kill this guy when we come back up, right? <laughs> 
So he took us uh, to the entrance to the Vivified Labyrinth, which yes. is the prison beneath the Arcona Palace that has been rumored they hold people down here, they torture people and things like that. It's all very, it's all very bad news. Um, and so we, uh, with with some of our buffs on their way to expiring because we spent so long talking because Gloria Arcona is a man who likes to monologue. Uh-huh. Um, we uh, went down into the vivified labyrinth and that was where we left off. So, and so uh, you left off with um, striking a bargain mm-hmm. uh, whereby you all can uh, retrieve your friends from the vivified labyrinth. Mm-hmm. And if you do, you'll, I think the understanding is you'll be helping the Arconas in some way. Yeah. Helping the Arconas get rid of Queen Eliosa. Yes. Uh, where, whereas um, if you don't, certain death. Yes. So he brought you to a jade elephant in a garden in the center of his room made up of imported Vidrani plants. Mm-hmm. And he spoke a password. Kamidu is blind. Kamidu is blind, yes. Yes. Uh, and upon speaking that, the jade elephant animated uh, what seemed otherwise like a jade statue, uh, like took on all the sounds and motions of, a, of an elephant and reared back, revealing a circular dais beneath its feet. Ah. So the elephant rears back, revealing this uh, stone dais beneath it. Mm-hmm. And Glorio reaches uh, into uh, into a niche at the basin uh, upon which the jade statue stood, and you hear a tsk-tsk. and uh, as he does that, the dais turns, and then as it does so, it sort of corkscrews down, Ooh. revealing basically as it turns, revealing steps. Where the stone, the stone isn't necessarily going down, but as it turns, it reveals that there are stairs inlaid into the surface beneath it. And once it has completely turned, you can see a spiral staircase going down into the darkness. That is very exciting. Yes. Uh, We will. And you proceed down the stairs? We proceed down the stairs. Uh, Shooting some looks. Well, no, actually, we so we expect Glorio Glorio Arcona is not really on the up and up, but we <laughs> rolled so badly on our sense motive checks that we don't really know why mm-hmm. or what he has planned. Um, I rolled real bad on my sense motive checks. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled pretty good on my diplomacy checks, but real bad on my sense motive checks. Um, so uh, just before we go to this uh, this dungeon map. Some things that I'm expecting, uh, given sort of the theme here that seems to be (laughs) being created. The phrase vivified labyrinth, uh, specifically the word vivified, makes me think, you know, things that have been brought to life. We have our jade elephant here that came to life and reared back so that we could go into the labyrinth. So I'm expecting that there might be uh, constructs statues that come to life, maybe gargoyles, mimics, uh, things that look like objects but aren't actually objects, like plant creatures that are pruned like topiaries and things like that. Maybe. Uh, and also because it's a labyrinth, I expect that at some point there will be a minotaur uh, near the, maybe near the center where maybe Vencarlo and Neolandis are being kept in a prison. 
one or both of them may be dead. We did scry, we did try to scry on Neil Landis, and we didn't like fail on that as if he were dead, so he might still be alive, but eh, I don't know, we'll have to see. So uh, buffs that we've got up right now, uh, I think we spend about 40 minutes talking to Glorio. Um, something like that. Um, so we've got like 50 minutes left on our 10 minute per level buffs. Mm-hmm. And obviously the, the couple hour per level buffs all still have a couple hours yes. left on I think them. it's probably more like 30 minutes. Like part of that involves um, uh, me and you sort of describing the scene and also yeah. being only two people. Yeah. So it was probably a little bit shorter of a conversation than it was in the actual podcast time. So we'll say 30 minutes have gone by. All right. Also keeps the math nice and round. (laughs) Okay. So we've got half an hour left on uh, life bubble. We've got, I'm sorry. We've got an hour and a half left on life bubble. Uh, We've got half an hour left on delay poison. Uh, We've got 60 minutes left on sea invisibility and bark skin. We are heading down the stairs. So you begin to head down uh, this stone staircase down into the darkness and you uh immediately basically as soon as you're on the stairs you feel this wave of cold air washing over you uh and uh you can hear echoing up from the distance the distant sound of water lapping against a shore water on rocks oh and as your eyes adjust to the darkness, uh, you become aware surrounding you, there are luminescent fungi clinging to the walls and squatches uh, excited into gardens. <gasps> you descend this iron framed flight of spiral stairs uh, down uh, into a semicircular ledge. The ledge winds along the upper edge of a huge gaping hole from which you can hear the sounds of distant water. Uh, The upper ledge is breathtaking and strangely beautiful. A tableau of all manner of odd colored fungi, lichens, and molds. The fungi have been cultivated, shaped into symmetrical patterns normally not seen in nature, transforming the ledge into a, a sort of underground fungal garden. Here and there, flickering torches burn in sconces above the fungi, uh, while from somewhere in the darkness, the splash of the water on an unseen shore. Oh my gosh. So you have the flames burning on the torches. Would I be able to have Squelch make some sort of knowledge nature check on the fungi? Uh, Sure. This is less for my own interest and more for Squelch's. Yes. Squelch being an avid uh, gardener of b- bioluminescent fungus. Uh, yes. That is a total of 20. Okay, total of 20. Um, you will recognize a, a few of the strains strains of fungus that are growing here as ones that are native to uh, the under layers of uh, Corvosa. Uh, they commonly grow in um, old ruins, uh, especially the bioluminescent ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, um, there's also a few in here that you don't recognize. Mm. They seem more exotic, uh, not like something you would see in Corvosa normally. Mm-hmm. They have like like there's one that has uh, this really rich scent of uh, almost like a musky perfume um, that grows in like 
almost like fungal leaves Ooh. where it's like where it's 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 basically like uh mushroom caps but they're but they're growing out at angles like a like a five-pointed leaf that's amazing yes. Scolch would like to pick a couple and put them in her belt um the closest like uh bunch of fungus is on the other corner over here oh there's okay. none like right where you are oh all right um uh well let's get into marching order then okay we'll have lenore ophelia up front and then we'll have unia and damien and then we'll have Squelch and portobello in the back okay uh so um, should yeah. I should I make perception checks as we move sure. forward? Yeah, you can make perception checks. All right, perception checks from everyone. Uh, skills. This is wonderful. Okay, Squelch got a thirty-three. Okay. Portobello got a sixteen. Damien got a twenty. Uh, Unia got a fourteen. I'm, ne- I'm never going to roll this well on a skills check again for the entire party. Um, Amazing. Ophelia got a natural 20, just cementing my point uh, for a total of 24, yes. Okay. And um, Lenore got a... Our maximum roll is 33 uh-huh. with uh, two aids. Uh, so you're going forward with a 37. Okay. So I'm just going to move Lenore. Okay. Uh, and we can presume Maintain that the rest the same of, marching yeah. order here. So uh, I believe Squelch is picking some mushrooms over here. Yes, Squelch is yes. going to pick some mushrooms. So Lenore is so, going to stand about right here, and Squelch is going to pick okay. some mushrooms. Um, uh, so uh, yeah, you you haven't seen anything quite like some of these mushrooms, uh, and uh, now I, I should I should specify uh, the inner edge here uh, is currently uh, is currently displaying as a wall, but uh-huh. that is the hole. Oh, so this is a ledge going around the inside from from which you can hear the sound of distant water. Okay. Um, you can't see the bottom. Okay. You just hear the water echoing up. All right. And squelch. Squelch. Yes. Squelch. You uh, pick a few fungus uh-huh. as you're grabbing one or two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any preference for like what you're getting? Um, I want to grab some of the ones that I've never seen before. Okay. Uh, you pick one and it seems this, this like, this like kind of hanging moss, uh, that has like little blooms coming off of it. And the blooms have like a a soft bluish glow to them. Pretty. As you go to pull on it, you realize that the root structure isn't anchored to anything that you can see. And I would like you to roll for initiative (gasps) as... As you go to pull at this, suddenly a blade comes out of out of the out of the tangle of fungus and slices at you. Oh, would would Lenore's sea invisibility have been able to see this? Uh, no, because it was hiding. <gasps> excellent, excellent, excellent. And uh, Lenore is the only one that had sea invisibility up, right? Uh, yep. So uh, Lenore did not detect it. <laughs> and the rest of you didn't detect it through the invisibility. <laughs> it is going to become visible, though. All right. Uh, as this skeletal creature swings a scimitar <gasps> at Squelch. <laughs> and just this creaking. Oh, great. It's full of undead. I love it. Yes. Uh, you see, it has like a round shield with a little pointed device on the center uh, and a strangely shaped helmet very dramatic scimitar that is now coming for your head uh squelch's um flat-footed ac is 22 all right 
Because she saved her bark skin for Portobello. <laughs> okay. With a 20, uh, 23 to hit. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Damn it. <laughs> I need to add note to roll so that I know I have it on. Oh, there okay. we go. Okay. Okay. So, Squelch, you take 15 points of damage. Ouch. Uh, so, um, the rest of the party uh, is walking and looking ahead uh, and keeping their eyes peeled for anything. And then they hear Squelch yelp behind them as uh, she pulls away from this undead creature that has come out. Her arm slashed open by its scimitar mm-hmm. uh, and now bleeding all over the pretty moss that she was picking. <laughs> Excellent. All right, now everyone um, rolls for initiative. Yes, now everyone rolls for initiative. All right. Um, Squelch. Squelch rolled a 15 on die. Very proud of her. Portobello. Oh, a four. Baby. Wow. <laughs> Union, no. <laughs> oh, I got a natural 20 on my initiative. Feck. Yeah. <laughs> Uni got a one. Damien, 19.05 for Damien. We're rolling well, but we're not rolling well enough, friends. Okay. <laughs> a natural one for Ophelia as well. <laughs> and for Lenore. Still a 24 okay. just behind the undead creature that's going to kill right. Squelch now. So as, uh, <laughs> as you guys hear the yelp from Squelch. <laughs> Uh, Lenore, you become aware of charging out of the darkness uh, from some of the fungal undergrowth. Two more of these creatures. One of them runs up to you. Alright, I would like Uh, to attack of opportunity yet. uh, Oh yes, you can do that, can't you? Uncanny dodge! Yes. Mm. Oh, this one can't quite charge to you. No, it cannot charge to you. Oh, Oh! Oh, damn it! I rolled a 20... Uh, to hit, I rolled an 18 to hit, uh, and then to confirm a natural one. I rolled a natural one. Oh no! Okay, so you don't confirm uh, a crit. I do. Uh, I do 26 points of damage. Uh, as I am not yet raging. Oh, I should make sure that I'm not raging. Okay. You see, two of them run up. One of them doesn't quite manage to get to you all the way. Oh, sorry. Rage was on. Um, take, Which identity is Ophelia? In? Uh, take two off the damage there. Uh, Ophelia's in Siren, guys. So that's 24 points of damage. Ophelia's in Siren, guys. Let me change your token. Choose side. Choose a side! Choose a side! Choose Ophelia. Or choose Siren, rather. (laughs) Okay. Alright, so this one comes charging at Siren. Uh Uh-huh. And it hefts its scimitar. And, oh, natural one. Oh. Roll to confirm. Okay, doesn't confirm a natural one. Uh, it, it was about to have a Wilhelm scream as it fell into the <laughs> abyss. Uh, but does not happen. This skeletal creature with fungus growing all over its body rushes in out of the darkness. Uh, you can see lichen hanging from its uh, open mouth like drool uh, as it as it <laughs> snarls at you. And now uh, we're back at the top of initiative. Uh-huh. Uh, this one is going to open its mouth at you, uh-huh. Squelch, uh-huh. and belch forth this cloud of spores, uh-huh. which I believe does nothing to any of you. Life bubble. Because you have life bubble up, but you see these spores like swirl around you and bounce off the life bubble shell that you have around you. Oh. And you imagine it might have been very bad if you didn't have that up. And Lenore. 
All right, Lenore is going to shout, or it's going to call back to Damien, who's five feet behind her, kind of forgetting that he's right there. It sort of yells, yells in his face as she begins blood raging. Does this look like our friend Rolf's work? Uh, and she's going to. So she, so for reference, right now she has her faux shard out. Uh, it looks like from the. Um, uh, from the aura we have set up, she's choked up on it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's gonna blood rage. I'm gonna give her her 18 hit points. Tick down a round of blood rage. And now we are going to full round attack the zomble, or the skeleton? The fungal skeleton thing uh, in front of us. Oh, uh, rolling to confirm, uh, 17 on die. Uh, does a 39 confirm? <laughs> uh, and you want to know if a 39 confirms? <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. 39 is going to hit for a very long time. For you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm guessing uh, Undead don't have to make Fort Saves or be staggered. What's up? Uh, so um, I have my staggering critical. Yeah, uh, it doesn't seem yeah. to be affected by the stagger. That's fine. So that does 44 points of damage. Damn. I rolled a one on my critical damage oh, die. Uh, Lenore, I should also specify you do see another one. Ooh. Minus forty-four, right? Yep. Uh, you do. See, you do see another one uh, over here. Can you see that? Uh, yes, I see. I see the. Yes. Uh, um, it's invisible right now. Okay. But you can see it because you have seen invisibility. All right. Excellent. My second attack was very bad. Uh, that is a fourteen to hit. Okay. That is not going to hit. Okay, uh, and then Lenore is going to take a five-foot step forward, uh, so that she can begin, uh, so that she can keep an eye out for this um, other one. This other one that is currently invisible. All right, Squelch. Uh, now, if you would like uh, Squelch, you may roll a Knowledge Nature check. Yes. To see if you can identify what's up with these. Creatures. I would love to do that. I'm gonna actually roll with my physical dice. A natural twenty. Okay. For a total of twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Uh, now these are not very common creatures, so uh, we're looking at 15 plus the, plus the CR. But that is still enough to know what they are and to get an extra fact about them as well. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not, I, I can't actually give you the book name for them because they have a unique book name, but you're identifying them based on what you see. Mm-hmm. Um, what you see appears to be uh, there. there is a type of fungus that you are aware of that can infect creatures and uh, kill them and then animate their bodies. Oh oh my god, Rain. Yes. What are these clickers? These are clickers. Is that why you're making the clicker noises? That's why I'm making the clicker noises. Um, Sorry, big Last of Us fan. And uh, these are fungal creatures. Uh, And you will also know... This, this, this won't matter for identifying the creature, but if you want... Do you have knowledge planes? Squelch yes. does not have knowledge okay. planes. So the anatomy of the underlying creature doesn't look like anything you're familiar with. Interesting. But you're familiar with this fungal infestation. And you will know that this fungal creature, it retains some of the abilities that um, the base creature would have had in life, but then develops a number of mm, special abilities based on being a fungal creature. Excellent. That's so freaking cool. Now, uh, I'll give you the information on the template. Yes. I'm a huge fan of the fungal creature template. We almost gave the fungal creature template to uh, Portobello. Almost. Uh, 
A fungal creature is an animate plant with the appearance of a living creature. It grows from spores implanted in the dead body of a host creature and takes on the host's basic form and many of the creature's abilities. It retains none of the memories of the creature it grew from, yet it instinctively knows how to use the abilities it inherited from its host. How exactly this is possible is a question that continues to befuddle scholars. The leading theory is that the spore's precise modeling of the host succeeds in capturing some of the creature's physiology, essentially copying its mind. Amazing. But that for some reason, the departure of a creature's spirit or soul upon death prevents the spores from copying the memories as well. Uh-huh. So, what would you like to know about this? I can give you facts about the base creature, except for special abilities because you don't know knowledge points. Uh, um, or I can give you facts about uh, fungal creatures. Would I be able to ask what that breath what that breath of breath weapon of spores was yes um the breath weapon uh is called poison spore cloud once per day a fungal creature can release a choking cloud of spores in a 15 foot radius spread that lingers in the air for 10 rounds this cloud functions as an inhaled poison any creatures breathing in the cloud must succeed at a fortitude save or inhale the spores a creature that remains in the area of the spore cloud must continue to attempt fortitude saves against the effects. Multiple spore clouds from multiple fungal creatures require multiple saves for any creature in an area where the clouds overlap. Oh my god. You guys have life bubble. Thank goodness. Uh, um, yeah. Like, there, there's one thing that I've learned from playing a lot of Pathfinder, and that is that you won't always need life bubble. Yes. But when you do, it will literally save your life. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. So, oh, one additional fact. Okay. Um, you got it and then exceeded by five. Okay. Okay. So, additional fact. Does it have any weaknesses? Weaknesses. Like elemental or like cold iron or silver? None that you would know of from your knowledge, nature. Excellent. Okay. Terrifying. Very good. Um, um, but I can give you something, uh, something else. Okay. Would uh, you like a resistance or an immunity or a defense? Sure. Ability? Yeah. 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 Which uh, would you like? Uh, yeah. Give me the give, give me those uh, resistances. Okay. It has uh, fire resistance ten. Good to know. Yes. Because my second thought was burn it. Yep, yep. <laughs> I can see how you might think that it looks like a plant. Yeah. Yeah. Or All fungus, right. Rather. No. What would you like to do? All right. Uh, well. I think it is probably a good idea for uh, Squelch to take a five-foot step back because Squelch <laughs> is small. She can step into this little yes. area next to the um, next to yes, the wall. Yes, you take up about half that space. And just a uh, uh, GTFO a little bit there. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think this would be a great time to cast Stone Discus. At this thing. Okay. Now I have to decide whether or not it does slashing or bludgeoning damage. And given that uh, I've had some experience fighting skeletons before, I think I will have them do bludgeoning damage. I think that that's on my attacks page. Aye, tis. Uh, so Aye, both. Tis. So so both of these stone discuses will be going against that that guy, guy who smacked the, me. The, the rear. The rear guard. Guardian. Yes. All right. Holy holy. But, oh no. <laughs> uh, I just, I rolled 23 damage on a stone discus. A uh, 6656, six, six, but unfortunately it's only a 14 to hit. Mm. So that one doesn't hit. 
both of them are actually going to miss. Oh, the 21 also misses? Yeah, 21 misses. Hot damn. That's yes. terrifying. As you send two stone discuses. Uh, Disca? Disca? This, this, discus. Uh, they, they fly past and just embed in the wall. Uh, actually, as as you send these two disky toward the guardian, <laughs> the guardian guardian, it raises a shield and and just <laughs> glances uh, the first off and then and then does a spin on the spot and dodges the second. Wow. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's what I get for using an attack that isn't a touch attack. And then just <laughs> squelch uh, shouts back. Clickers! They're clickers! Ah! Right. I would have done so much damage. I would have done so much damage. You see that? I rolled 23 on 46. That happens. Right. Damn it. All right. Uh, uh, marking that off my spell list. Oop. Lenore. Lenore. You will see uh, the one that has moved, the one that is currently invisible. Mm-hmm. You watch as it sort of <laughs> flexes its arms. <laughs> And you see magical energy surging forth uh, from the bones and sort of infusing the spores around it. And you watch as its form starts to grow. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's currently still medium, but it's growing slowly over the course of some time. It's cast enlarged self on itself. Mm -hmm. Lenore is familiar with this. All right. Damien. Damien. Well. Now, Damien. Damien would like to make a knowledge planes check. You can make check. a knowledge plane. Yes. Uh, we'll have... That is a, a plus 19, so let's see what I roll on the die. What did you get? I got a three on die. Oh, no. Is, what does a 22 give me? 20? Actually, wait. 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 Uh-huh. Arrow point. Hero point. There you go. Hero point reroll. Uh, okay. How many hero points? I think that's Damien's last hero point. Uh, yep. That's Damien's last hero point. Knowledge man making all the knowledge checks. Uh, done with hero points. Great. Damien uses his last hero point. And we're going to reroll this re-roll. shit. Do not fuck me on this. That's better. Uh, 29. 29 you will get that the underlying creature that has been infested here, while it might be easy to look at this and just go, oh, it's a skeleton with fungus on it. You will know that there is a um, magical quality to the bones that they sort of ripple with planar energy, uh, (sighs) suggesting that the creature uh, that was once here was not just a humanoid. Oh my God. The Basically, as it moves, there's this, this magical iridescence to the bones. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've heard creatures like this. Uh, there are powerful uh, outsiders native to the material plane. Oh, shit. Uh, this one being known uh, as a creature, it is a type of genie. There's <gasps> uh, a genie that is native to the material plane uh, called a Jenny. These are Janny that have been killed and reanimated with the fungal spores. Does this sound like something Rolf Lamb might have been involved in? I mean, from what you've looked into Rolf Lamb's stuff, Rolf Lamb mostly dealt with golems and creating golems from living creatures. Uh-huh. He didn't really mess with extra planar stuff very often. Okay. In fact, I don't know that there was anything in most of his notes of about 
Uh, no, there was lots of diseases and stuff. Let me check something with Rolf Lamb. Uh, I'm going to check his opposition schools. No. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, like, he had some notes on conjuration and, like, binding outsiders and things like that, but no more than you would commonly think a wizard should have. Okay. Okay. So it wasn't one of his, like, research interests. No. So, hmm, Malia Arcona, perhaps? Maybe. Hmm. Um... All right, all right. So, uh, knowledge check thus performed. Damien is going to. Sorry, this music is this music slaps. Um, <laughs> all right, so they have fire. They have fire resistance, probably because they're Jannies. Um, okay. <gasps> Who wants to make some undead run away? It's me. Let's try it. Um, okay. So Damien is going to. Uh, spell combat, chill touch. He's going to cast chill touch. Uh, okay, so first off, swift action, charge the cards. Plus one, shocking. Okay, plus one shocking on the cards. Spell combat, cast chill touch, mm-hmm. throw cards. Uh, I think only one of the cards actually uh, acts as chill touch this round. Because uh, I think I can only make one chill touch touch per round. Mm-hmm. Um. So yes, you can use this. Okay, so I have nine chill touches. Wait, wait. Are you chill touching or are you spell combating? Remember, you can't you can't chill touch with spell combat because chill touch is, is a range is is a range oh, touch. Oh, I would need I would need to spell strike it. Yeah, you need to spell strike in order to chill touch. The card. Oh, oh. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Can I can I do that? Say what? Can I spell strike chill, ch- chill, chill touch? Yes. Okay, so not take the minus uh, to, yes. but only that one attack. Yes, uh, only one attack, chill touch. Yeah. You spell strike with chill touch. Yes. Now spell your strike. hand does remain charged with chill touch. Yes. So okay. you can continue to range spell strike. Okay. Um, sort of to visualize, I know this was a little bit difficult last time we were talking about it. Chill touch affects your hand. Uh, right? Oh, okay. uh, and so if you're not ranged spell striking, the magic dissipates as soon as the card leaves your hand. Okay, okay. So But if you're ranged spell striking, you can use a ranged touch spell at range. Okay. Uh I would like to yes, I would like to do that. Um Sorry, as you say, a melee touch spell at range. Yes. Uh, I would like to use ranged spell strike to make a range to make a melee touch attack at range. Mm-hmm. Um so that is a 20, so that's actually an additional plus two because I can't rapid shot. So that's a 27 versus touch. Okay. That will hit. Okay. Um, now, does it take card damage as well? Uh, yes. Okay, so that's four card damage because I rolled, a nat- I, rolled a, I rolled a one on my d4 and then one d6 shocking. Two points of electricity damage. So it takes three points of damage and it has to make a DC 18 will save or flee as if panicked. What is the, what are the, what is the terms of chill touch? Uh, so it's for an, it's okay. A touch from your hand, which glows with blue energy disrupts the life force of living creatures. Each touch channels negative energy that deals 1d6 points of damage. Well, 1d6 points of damage. Oh, it's not undead. It's not undead. Damn it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> It's actually a living creature. Shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So that takes four additional points of damage. Great. Uh, so that takes 10 points of damage. <laughs> and Damien goes, wait, these things aren't undead. Yeah. You hit it with this card and it 
pulses with electricity, and then you watch as some of the some of the fungus on it wilts from the negative energy. Nice. Um, you also get to make a uh, fortitude save. Yeah. Or take one point of strength damage. Oh. What's the DC? 18. Okay, I pass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then the garden guardian will attack at, let's say Lenore. Lenore seems like the best to attack right now. Right. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. Um, how does a 27 hit you? That hits me. Okay. So I'm going to crit on you. Uh-oh. Uh, you're going to take 30... One points of damage. Oof. All right, so that gets rid of my uh, my temp HP. It's eighteen. As so this scimitar comes lashing out at you and just cuts you through your armor. What the fuck? Ow! Uh, yeah. <laughs> and now, how does an eighteen hit? No. Okay, didn't think so. As, and then it, it tries to swing again, but by now you've sort of caught uh, its style. It, it's fighting with a style that you're not familiar with uh-huh. uh, in these wide swinging arts. And so misses on the second attack. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing one thing that I, I heard as a GM tip is just to not describe misses as misses, but describe misses in terms of why they don't hit. Uh-huh. Uh, so um, so uh, why does an 18 miss you? What does Lenore do to stop? It does a wide wild swing and slashes Lenore across uh, the, um, sort of across the tricep where she's holding her faux shard. And then on the second swing, she actually brings the faux shard around in sort sort, her arms sort of bending at this unnatural twisty angle Mm, uh, as she blocks the second hit. Amazing. Okay. Uh, And from there, Ophelia. Alrighty. Alrighty. Cool. Yeah. Alrighty. Alrighty. Well, I I had my human bane dueling sword out, but I imagine it's probably not going to be <laughs> very helpful in this do, particular do, do, situation. Do, 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 do. Uh, but you know, we'll we'll go for it. Uh, Ophelia is going to uh, try to uh, flip on over through fungal skeletons square mm-hmm. so we will roll a uh, combat maneuver not a combat maneuver an acrobatics check versus five plus your cmd uh, is, uh, okay that's a 10 on dice for a t- total of a 30 30 okay versus cmd yep or is it cmd plus five cmd plus five okay um, so you're not able to move through its square. Holy shit! As as uh, you uh, you don't provoke an attack of opportunity, but basically uh, as you um, as you go to move through its square, uh, which way are you trying to get past it? Uh, I was gonna try to flip over it and end up uh, behind, or so um, on the other side of it, so to the south. Yeah. So so basically, um, as you as you're doing your flip, it just takes the takes the shield and boom, knocks you back down on into your spot. Not enough so that it's going to take damage, but uh, you're going to remain on one side. All right. Uh, you get your D4s, though. I do get my D4s. Uh, and I it should provoke an attack of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you exceed at CMD. Oh, but not you don't C- see a CMD plus five. So All right. You'll move to it square. All right. You avoid an attack of opportunity because you uh, passed at CMD. Don't get All right. Here comes the attack. Uh, hidden strike. D4s. Submit. Boop. Uh, and then I'll do my regular attack 
uh, there as well. Uh, do you just want to add five to the second roll here? Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, shit. Um, what? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, uh, so that's a 23 to hit. 23 to hit will hit. Okay. Uh, uh, and let me double check to make sure that it's not like immune to... Uh, precision, precision damage. damage. Nope. Okay, you're good. All right, so that does eight points of getting hit with a dueling sword damage. Yes. Uh, and 12 points of hidden strike. Okay. Uh, and then my second attack is uh, 22 to hit. Uh, so uh, I will tell you, with the first hit, you do kill it, and you send the body toppling over the edge. Sweet. Uh, and it, Yay! you hear a... And, the, and, and you see, uh, as basically you smash it and the body discorporates into loose bones and fungus. Excellent. And those fall and you just hear the splashing in the water below. Excellent. About how long does it take for us to hear the splash from the fall? Um. Time to bring out the quadratics. <laughs> Fuck. 9.8 meters per second squared. You, you knock it off the edge and... Oh, that's pretty far. Oh, fun. Okay. Um. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Well, I don't have anyone else to attack. Uh, I've already used my movement. Uh, so Ophelia is going to stand there and sort of just look around. Let me see if she can make any knowledge checks. She does not have knowledge of nature. She does have knowledge planes, but it's only a plus seven, so I don't think I can. I don't think I can exceed Damien's twenty-nine. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that's Ophelia's turn. And Portobello. Portobello would like to make a full round attack okay. against the fungal creature that has attacked his new best friend. Now I believe I have. So we're gonna do two tentacles. Uh, oh, honey. Oh, no. Baby. Well, not lost. You do still have a bite attack, right? Yes. But a 19 doesn't hit either. And time to bite. Eight. Oh, sweetheart. That was a 17 to hit. <laughs> Portobello okay. flails. So you flail and uh, and it parries one of your tentacles with the flat of its blade and, and bats the other away with its shield. Uh, and uh, this does leave the center open for uh, Portobello to bite. However, you find that its body is more resistant. And I do need you to make a fortitude save. Oh, no. Even if I don't hit? Yeah, it's just if you make a bite attack. Okay. Good thing Portobello has really good fortitude plus seven. Oh. <laughs> Oh no, my baby, my baby, he's gonna get hurt. <laughs> oh no, I'll die. Uh, we're just gonna roll all saves. Portobello. Got a hey, 22 on his fortitude save. I believe you're fine. Oh. Um, oh, we do also check. still have a little bit of communal delay poison up still. Yes, you are, you are fine actually. Oh, <laughs> he's a baby. <laughs> Yeah. He's so bad at attacking. He's things. very bad. I love him. He's a baby. I love him. Oh. oh. <laughs> I'm I'm so I'm so happy. Oh, I just realized that because the one fell, it, you don't get its gear. No. 
You can go search through the bottom of the pit later. You can search through the bottom of the pit later. <laughs> I don't get its rusted breastplate. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. What would Unia like to do with their turn? I think that right now is an excellent time to take the Wand of Cure Sirius. Uh, actually, probably not even the Wand of Cure Sirius. Uh, nobody's particularly hurt. Um, excuse me. Mm. Unia is going to move up to Lenore, and they are going to spend one of their prepared Cure Light Wounds. Uh, just one of their prepared Cure Light Wounds. Uh, so that's a 1d8 plus 5! <laughs> I rolled a natural- I rolled a 1 on die, so Lenore heals 6 hit points! Amazing. <laughs> it's okay, she's looking- she's- she's looking very healthy, I just- <laughs> just think it's funny. And then this remaining, uh, guard and guardian is going to step up to Portobello. <gasps> is going to attack at Portobello. Portobello has an AC of 30. Oh, yeah, it's going to miss Portobello then. <laughs> uh, as this blade just skids off of uh, Portobello's thick hide. Do I get an attack of opportunity or does it, because it's a five foot step, I it's don't. It's a five foot step. Okay. Uh, so it attacks twice at you and you, it misses both times. Uh, as Portobello just deflects the no attacks with hurt, friend. his skin. No hurt, mama. Oh my goodness. Bodyguard Portobello. No hurt. Lenore. Love him. Okay, Lenore is going to uh, move forward uh, to the garden guardian only she can see. I believe if I five foot step forward, it is within my range. Yeah. Uh, so Lenore is going range to now. five foot step, and full round attack. Shimmering image, uh, just barely outlined by your sea invisibility. Uh round attack oh boy oh boy oh, oh boy wow uh, so uh first attack 17 on die uh for yeah. a critical threat 37 to confirm yeah that confirms uh so that is a total of 48 points of damage holy fucking shit uh, and uh, if it can't i don't think it can be staggered um second attack is another 17 on die uh uh, for another critical threat, and then does a 22 confirm. 22 does not. Okay, so that's another 29 points of damage. All right, um, you you break off half of its rib cage, and it loses uh, one arm, uh, the arm that has the shield, interestingly enough. Oh, um, I forgot to add damage from power attack, actually. Oh, did you? Yeah, the two-handed power attack bonus is uh, oh. down at the bottom. So plus three to each so of those attacks. So plus, plus, plus six to, to the first yeah, attack. Yeah, so plus six. You so destroy it. An additional plus nine damage. Yeah! You destroy it. Uh, yeah! It does not manage to enlarge. Uh, you are now only dealing with one. If Lenore weren't already married, I would propose on the spot. Uh. Amazing. Squelch. <laughs> Squelch! Um, well, Squelch didn't do very well fighting this thing. Squelch is rather at a loss at the moment. Any uh, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of them are battlefield control spells, and uh, uh, they're not, like, great for this. And then I have some things that do fire damage. Nice. <laughs> um, so, um, do we know if these things are evil? They're, they're plants, so probably not. Um, uh, do any of you have the ability to detect evil? 
No. You don't know? <laughs> um, you don't know. So, all right. Um, Squelch will move forward with her plus one scimitar. Uh, and and she is going, going to uh, attack uh, at the, the creature. <gasps> oh! So a critical eight, threat. 18. Uh, critical threat. Eight, 18 to confirm is not 18. going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, uh, she does hit. She does yes. nine points of getting hit with a scimitar damage. Yes. Which is a rather impressive amount of damage. And it for, takes nine points of getting hit with a scimitar damage. For someone as small as Squelch. Okay. Uh, now, Damien, you are charged with chill touch. You're charged with shock. Mm-hmm. Um, Damien's going to hold on to chill touch for now and just uh, full round attack uh, okay. the um, this creature here. We're going to rapid shot the, the works. Um, Any spell combat or or just the full attack? Just just the full attack for now. There's only there's only the one. Okay. Um, yeah. Pew 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 pew. Oh no! I don't think any of those hit. So. Uh, so you have the three first, shots. So the, yeah. So there are three, uh, and then we have to subtract one from each of these. Uh, each of them. Yeah, because of the rapid shot penalty. Yeah. You're um, miss every time. Oh wait. Did does hold on? Do I have point blank shot added right now? It doesn't look like point blank shot is conditional. So oh no, I don't. Just calculated in the moment. Okay, so point blank shot would would proc here. Okay, so, so it cancels out. Uh, and so, so I, you have two misses. Uh-huh. Your first card misses. My first card. Your second card misses. God damn it! Then you throw your third card, <laughs> and it's gonna be a hit. Uh, and deal five points of damage to it. Plus six. Or plus plus 1d6. Plus 1d6 shocking. Okay. Damn. Not bad. My card deals five points of damage. Okay. And then four points of electricity damage. Uh, and then this garden guardian is gone. Uh, so that card hits it. Uh, doesn't seem particularly bothered by this. You just embed a card in some of the mushrooms on its body. Uh, Ophelia, though. The smell of cooking mushrooms. Uh suffuses our ears our, our ears? ears our nose <laughs> the sound of cooking mushrooms suffuses i'm i'm a mess okay um love you uh so ophelia is gonna do this fun thing where she moves through a bunch of friends squares uh and then uh to avoid attacks of opportunity and then tries to move through um the garden guardians okay. square Sounds uh, good. so let me make a uh, make it so make make a acrobatics check Ooh, okay, that is a 33. That will do it. Yeah. You will move through its square with a 33. Ophelia. Is what, you spring again, spring off the wall or something? Yes. Uh, Ophelia runs, actually, um, sort of does a bit of a wall run above Damien and around Squelch uh, and leaps down onto. She, she springs, she, she does like, she runs up to the wall uh, and does a wall run up. And then uh, at the top, just plants her feet and backflips over. Yes. Sailing past as the garden guardian, uh, dumbstruck, sort of looks up, slack jaw, hanging off at an odd angle, like. And we will make my two attacks. Yes. Uh, with my d8s. So the first is going to be a hit. Uh huh. Um. Um, oh, second, I think, is actually a miss, so I don't think it matters anymore. Uh, 22 
Yeah. But flanking would miss. Yeah. That's gonna be oh, awesome. no, wait. Actually, um, that's that's that has the iterative penalty as well. So, and it should. Oh, no, that would be um, a hit. Then. So, that, yes, yeah, so that would be a uh, 27 right. to hit. So, um, so you hit twice, uh, first with your spring attack. Yes. Um, so that does four points of getting hit with the rapier or with the mm-hmm. dueling sword damage. And then 22 points of hidden strike damage. Uh, and then the second attack does 10 points of getting hit with the dueling sword damage and 10 points of hidden strike damage. Okay. And um, with that, um, you see like the hit breaks and like it looks like it's at a, uh, it's it's not uh, particularly well off on its feet now. Uh, Portobello, it's time to bring it home. It's Come on, time, Portobello. It's time to bring it home, it. sweetheart. Come on, sweetheart. You can do it. You can do it. I believe oh, look, in you. You're such a good boy. I believe in you, Portobello. I believe this is in your you. favorite mushrooms. This mushrooms, is what you're named you after. love them. Uh, the first is a oh, a twenty-one to hit. No. Oh, baby. And the second is a thirteen to hit. Now I think Portobello will have now learned not to bite it. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, uh, yeah. Do you want to still bite it, or what is what? Portobello has an int of five. Uh, you know bad taste, that, bad. Portobello knows bad taste, bad. Uh, so Portobello flails, flails his little tentacles uh-huh. uh, and slaps ineffectually the fungal skeleton. Um, Give it a slight massage. <laughs> with my little feelers. Uh, <laughs> Unia. Slap, 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 slap. Um, are you slapping? <laughs> Would you like to move into flanking with Portobello, Unia? <laughs> Would you like to do that? It's within your movement speed. Would you like uh, to do yeah, that? Yeah, you don't provoke any attacks of opportunity either because it's all friend squares. Would you like to do that? They would like excuse to do me, that. Excuse me, pardon me, excuse me, pardon me. Pardon me, excuse me, excuse me, pardon me. Move uh, up into the uh, to the uh, corner yes. uh, between the skeleton and the wall. As Portobello. Trudging through some of the fungal garden. Yes. As Portobello flails and provides some distraction, um, Unia will swing their plus one Falcata. Nice. And. Get a twenty-two to hit. Damn it! <laughs> no. Yeah, you're gonna miss. Fuck. It's a it's a tough it's a tough thing to hit, honestly. Um. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> the number of twenty-twos I have rolled here is seriously uncanny. All right, welcome to a target-rich environment. Wee. Um. So we've learned that the that the big thing is hard to hit. Funnily enough. Let's see. Let's roll a knowledge check. <laughs> Which of these things is best to hit? <laughs> oh, it's not trained in this, so it's its intelligence. Okay. No, it's not able to get any information about you guys, so it's not entirely sure. Because it's like, well, it, you see, you can see the gears turning. These little <laughs> gears made of fungus inside of its skull. They're they're smoking. They're starting they're to smolder. They're catching on fire. They're catching on fire. Shout out to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> uh, anyway, you can see these fungal gears turning inside of its head as it looks at you and goes, "That one's not wearing any armor, so it should probably be easier to hit." But then this one is small, and then it's probably hard to hit because it's small. Uh, and then this one is wearing armor, and then this one—I don't know what their deal is—but they're dressed in fancy clothes that suggest uh, you know, it's probably nice stuff, and then goes, um let's roll it more. <laughs> Starting with Unia, then going clockwise. Alright. Unia! Yay! <laughs> you see it just evaluating all of these targets like 
Got one. <laughs> oh dear. Um, and does this thing speak? It speaks telepathically, interestingly. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Unia, you hear in your head, um, uh, so many targets. Not sure which one is the best. I'm gonna hit you. Oh dear. Uh, what languages do you speak? Uh, Unia speaks uh, common and Verizian. Okay. You they learned Verizian. You understand this in common. But you get the sense that it, you would be able to understand it in other languages, too, if you spoke other languages. True speech? Who knows? You hear the, you hear the speech in your mind. Oh, dear. Um, and it's going to attack at you. All right. My C is 24. Well, I'm going to miss on the first. All right. Uh, how do you stop that attack? Um, so because because it said, I'm going to attack you now, Yunia is going to put their arm up with the buckler on it and just... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, parry that mm-hmm. or block that. Yes. Uh, and you're feeling very, very good about yourself when uh, basically the the scimitar bounces off your shield <laughs> and then <laughs> comes up into your armpit <laughs> and cuts you pretty heartily, like uh, <laughs> under the arm. Uni is like, you should not have warned me. <laughs> you're gonna take 29 points of damage. Ooh, holy crit! As it as it crits on you. Ouch. Ouch! Yes. Ouch! Uh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's it. All right. Let's turn. Uh, Lenore. Do kids need help back there? <laughs> hey, kids. How are you doing? <laughs> um. Now, with a 15-foot reach, would Lenore be able to? Can she can she go around Portobello with her stretchy arms? Portobello is pretty big. Yeah. I don't know if you can do that. Okay. I think uh, Portobello oh. would provide soft cover. All right. So you could do it, but Portobello would provide soft cover. Okay. Um, Lenore. Just because Portobello is a large creature. Okay. Can I stand to the north of Damien? Not really. Yeah. It's a little too small of a space. Kind of a squeezy space. You could space. try to get to here. Uh, oh. There's a space just to the. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can move through Portobello space and uh, come out mm-hmm. uh, right to the south of Ophelia. Uh, so Lenore's still choked up on You're, her. Now, uh, you do get there and you do feel a few. Uh, you do you do basically get to the space near Portobello uh-huh. and uh, your foot dislodges a few stones. Oh. Uh, and you do hear the, the sound of the stone getting kicked off. I'm so scared of heights. This is terrible. <laughs> and it also, you can't see the bottom. Uh-huh. It's all dark down there. Uh-huh. And my dark vision is only 60 feet. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Fuck. Um, Have you figured out how far down it is? It's like, it's like 200 feet. <laughs> um. Fuck. I'm gonna, I'm gonna attack once uh, because that's all I can do now that I've moved. Uh, and we'll see if we can successfully end this poor thing's tortured existence. A 24 to hit. 24 will hit. Thank God. Uh, as that deals 27 points of damage. You smash it. How do you do it? Uh, so, um, yeah, so uh, Lenore is actually going to, as Portobello is flailing his tentacles, she's going to reach up and grab the tentacle and Portobello is going to look back at her and lift her up over the gap and set her down 
and she's going to let go of the tentacle, grab her faux shard again, and then just skewer this thing straight through. Okay. And it just discorporates, and you, saw, you see as the uh, fungal, fungal vines sort of like unravel, and the bones sort of crumble away into just a pile of bones. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you said that the that this this thing these things have gear. Yes, uh, from the two that you found right. here. I'm just gonna drop on a blood rage. You'll get two of each of these things, mm. plus one chainmail. Alrighty. A masterwork light steel shield. Ooh. Okay. And uh, a plus one scimitar. And a, mas- and and a scimitar, scimitar plus, plus one. one. And Two there's, of each of those. yes, and there is a theoretically there's another one at the bottom, at the of, bottom the pit. of the pit. <laughs> we, so I'm guessing we're probably going to end up down there looking up at some point. Possibly. Uh, so who knows? Uh, who knows? All right, so Unia is going to take a full round action to physician heal thyself. Nice. So let's roll a heal check. Okay, that is a that's an eleven on die, which is pretty good. Uh, so that is a 27 on the heal check. So they heal 32 points of damage, which is more than sufficient for their damage. It's actually uh, just a little bit over what they need to uh, get back to full. So Okay. All right. And so you have defeated the Garden Guardians. <laughs> um, At least the first ones. <laughs> what? I didn't say anything. <laughs> um, so Unia spends a full round healing themselves, and then we're going to spend a round each to boop Squelch and Lenore with the Wand of Cure mod. I have a couple charges left on that Eleanor, one. Do you want to look over the edge? Yes! Okay. So, you do see um, just beneath there are three platforms which, looking down... There's something sort of odd in that it seems that they're close, but you can't tell how close they are. Can I have Damien make an arcana check? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Come on, Damien. Damien's like, how much longer do I need to keep holding chill touch? And he's actually going to put it down. Uh, (laughs) can spend an arcane full point to bring it back. Okay, so that's a nine on die for a total of 28. You will get the feeling that there is something going on here. You're not sure if it's illusion. You're not sure if it's actually a warping of space. Mm-hmm. That the these stone platforms that seem to come out of the walls seem that they're both far away and close at the same time. And they're connected by a series of three rope bridges. Can I detect magic? Uh, yeah. Does anything ping within 60 feet of me? Within 60 feet, um, you do get an aura of illusion uh-huh. and conjuration. Alright, uh, would spellcraft help me there? Uh, yeah. Alright. Uh, that is a 16 on die for a total of 35! Okay, so um, with a 35 to Spellcraft, you get that there is some sort of enchantment in place here that makes all three of these things appear to be at roughly the same level, but they're probably actually a lot further apart. And it's using conjuration magic to enforce the illusion. Oh. So they look like they're they look like they're the same distance apart, but you get the feeling that they're actually 
quite far apart. Oh boy, so this is the sort of thing that somebody just goes, oh, that's not too far, and they jump down, yes. and then they, yeah! Ooh, boy. I'll go ahead and reveal so you can see the whole thing. There. Oh, that's terrifying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a series of three rope bridges. Uh-huh. From where you are right now, they all appear to be at about the same level. Uh-huh. But... Oh, yeah, there's, like, this sort of Escher effect going on yes. there. That is... Oh, God. <laughs> my eyes. Everybody's pretty healed up now. I, I spent uh, my last charge of Cure Mod on Squelch, and I spent my second-to-last charge of Cure Light on Lenore, um, and everybody's just about up to okay. full. Uh, so we're ready to move forward, but the real question is, do we go to the south, or do we try going down this pit? Oh, well, the pit is extremely deep. I don't know. Now, uh, you, do, you do see there is a ledge here. Like, uh -huh. there's a ledge here. There's a ledge here. There does not appear to be a ledge on the far one. Uh-huh. So, if we were to go onto the far ledge, we might be able to walk down. Um, Possibly. All right. Well, uh, I think that we're going to move along the ledge here. Um, and get to sort of this fork in the mm -hmm. road, uh, so to speak, this fork in the uh, ledge. <laughs> right. So you stand upon a ledge, looking out over the dark expanse beneath. This outcropping of rock uh, that does not necessarily seem to be fully supported. Yeah. Um, can I make uh, some? So Portobello is a. a squeezed along the side of the ledge looking downward much like a like, like a confused elephant uh, that has never been taller than its own head before um, can I just do like a like a listen and see if I hear anything like coming from the tunnel uh, to mm -hmm. the south okay uh, sure um, you listen uh, to the south uh, and doesn't seem like anything uh Lenore did not roll very well. Uh, yep. Yeah, you don't really yeah. hear anything funky. Okay. Funky Dory. Uh, funky Dory, God. Um, okay. Well, uh, I should we try to go? Um, let's let's just look down the um the tunnel to the south and see if there's anything there that uh if we're going if we go down the ledge uh might come out to flank us on the ledge. Okay. I think that would kind of because that would suck. Um, yes. So we're gonna yeah. approach the mouth of the the tunnel to the south yeah. uh, in marching order. Um, you find that this place just seems to be overgrown with fungus. Uh, you can see uh, the imprint of what looks like what was probably a humanoid body, uh, probably about here, as if there was something resting here and is now no longer doing that. Ah, okay. So this is where the uh, the other uh, fungal Jenny came from. Uh -huh. uh, all right. Uh, so it doesn't really look like there's anything interesting there. Yeah, you um, see, you see, there's basically like uh, you can see where some some fungus seems to have like uh, detached from the rest, uh -huh. uh, as if it were, you know, part of the part of the ship, part of the crew, you know, sort of situation. <laughs> Davy Jones. Uh, Excellent. Okay. Well, that mystery solved. Uh, we will move forward. Lenore's going to remain choked up on her faux uh, There's another uh, fungal patch over here. Um, uh, does it appear to also have a an imprint where there was once a body? 
No, this seems to be a fully intact uh, set of uh, fungus here. Portobello uh, is sort of pushing Squelch ahead of him as he takes up the rear, uh-huh. uh, the rear guard to protect uh, to protect his friends. Yes. Um, so yeah, I guess we will uh, sort of uh, gently, carefully approach the ledge here, trying you not see, to tread on too much of this you fungus. See two bridges diverged in a chasm. Oh God. Um, one going off from this from this platform toward the northeast, and one going off straight to the east. Uh, Damien, do you have any um, labyrinth strategies? Um, hold on. Damien starts digging through his backpack. Um, I believe the Magus kit comes with chalk. <laughs> Let me just double check that. It does not contain chalk, but it does contain torches. It contains 10 torches. We don't really have any reason to use the torches because we are all, we all have dark vision. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna do the Minecraft thing Uh and I'm going to put a torch at the the left-hand side Okay. Of this ledge going down okay. to indicate to myself that oh, I have gone that, way. that I have already taken. So I will I will put this down on the left side of the ledge as we take the bridge that goes to the northeast. Okay. And as you go to the northeast, there is this weird lensing where, you know, from here it looks like it's almost a straight shot across to the other side, huh. but as you walk across, it's like the it's like the cliff before you stretches. Oh! And, God. and then uh, by by the time you're across, you're like 30 feet down. Um, Squelch is leading Portobello by uh, by a tentacle. She's uh-huh. sort of holding a tentacle as Portobello steps gingerly across the um, and so now the narrow. You are looking bridge. at two bridges that appear to be going up, back toward the top. Okay, so I'm on I'm on this ledge. Yes. Uh, is there anything? Any are there any caves? Uh, uh, no, it's a uh, flat, sheer wall surface, uh, sheer rock surface um, beside you. If I feel around, there's any of it illus- illusory. Uh, solid stone. Solid stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they both appear to be going up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there is an inscription oh. carved in stone here. It's a it puzzle. says, the cat's cradle. The cat's cradle. Oh, oh, that reminds me. Um, I wanted to make a religion check on Kamido is blind. Yes. So Damien plus 15 knowledge religion. Let's do this. Boop. Now you've heard the name. Uh, 26. Um, and we'll 26. see if, we'll see if, we'll see if Unia can help. Uh, Unia rolls a natural one. I do not understand any religions except my own. <laughs> what did you get? Um, Damien got a... 20... Shit, what did I say? 26? 26, yes. Okay. Anybody eating? Uh, Unia rolled a natural one, uh, and nobody else uh, Nobody else has... Oh, for a total of five. Or oh. for, yeah, for a total of six. Nobody has knowledge religion? Uh, yeah. Oh, but Unia could use one of their hero points. You could use a hero point uh, if you want. Oh, wait. They have a plus two to knowledge-related checks as well right now, uh, right? Mm-hmm. They haven't used a single hero point yet this book, so here we go. Okay. Uh, so they are down to three hero points. Gotcha. Uh, Unia, down to three. All right. Do, do, do. Well, you would not believe this. I rolled a natural one again. I don't oh, th- no. I don't think Unia wants to know this. 
Do you want to use another one? <laughs> sure. <laughs> use up those hero points. <laughs> what else am I going to use them on? Uh, if, if you roll another natural one, you get feeble-minded. <laughs> <laughs> that was a three. So with their bonus, with their plus two to knowledge checks right now because okay. of the hero bonus. Yes. That is sufficient to aid. Okay, they you got aid. a ten. You aid. <laughs> and you are aided by the fact that he said the name. Yes. <laughs> so, so Damien, you're like, Kamidu, I've read this somewhere before. You're like, I know this. I've heard this name before. And then, you, and then uh, Unia goes, do you think it has anything to do with that statue? And you go, of course, Kamidu. <laughs> Kamidu. Kamidu. Uh, is a Vudran goddess uh-huh. of uh, wild beasts. Uh-huh. Uh, she is sometimes represented as a six-armed woman with four faces. Oh, the uh, statue. Yes, one looking in each cardinal direction. And she may ride a tiger uh, with human hands for paws. Uh-huh. She sometimes wields numerous weapons simultaneously. Uh-huh. And, uh, so she was on the door, too. Yes. Uh, notably, the password to get down to here was Kamidu is blind. Uh-huh. So they have, so uh, is is her being, having any visual impairment part of the um, the lore, or is this meant to be a disparaging uh, comment? No, it's actually uh, Kamidu uh, as, as a goddess with, uh, with four faces looking in each direction. Kamidu is supposed to see all. So the password here is Kamidu does not see everything. Yes. Uh-huh. Or maybe what Kamidu thinks she sees. Yes. She does not. And she, she is largely regarded as a goddess with affinity for the beasts of the world. Kind of like if a little snake made itself look like a knife, she kind might of. not notice. Kind of. Hmm. So it might be like a shapeshifter. Maybe. I don't know. Or maybe it's fungal, like fungal animals. Maybe. Ah, all right. Yes. Uh, so, and this, all right. Jumping back to the present. Uh, yes, you are now. Uh, you are now. You have now crossed a uh, rope bridge. The cat's cradle. Yes. Does this seem like a reference that I might be aware of? Mm, Is there uh, like a lore check? Perhaps? I don't know. Uh, do you guys like Leonard Skinner? Cats in the cradle and the, the silver spoon. spoon. I think blood. that the person who made this puzzle might have uh, issues with their parental figures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so you now have two bridges that seem to be going up. Okay. Uh, well, um, let's put uh, another torch down um, on the left-hand side okay. relative to the other bridge. So we're going to take the bridge going um, south from here um, onto the third ledge. Southeast? Southeast, yes. yes. Uh, both kind of going south. Yeah. Sorry, you're, you're right. Southeast onto the third ledge. Okay. Um, and as you walk uh, once again... There is a warping. Uh, the cliff ahead of you seems to stretch before your eyes. Uh, and uh, looking back, uh, it, it appears that there are bridges now going toward two pillars about 60 feet up from you. Okay, so we are going down. It does seem you're going down. It does seem to be going down. Okay. Uh, does anything say anything on the wall over here? It just, uh, on this wall, it also says the cat's cradle. Cat's cradle. Okay. Um... I think the the one thing that remains for me to do to finish my observation of this area, uh, or to continue to learn things about this area, 
uh, is to put down a torch on the left-hand side of this um, this bridge and take the um, the bridge going west from here. Uh, and as you go west, uh, the bridge there is there is this weird this weird phenomenon where it looks like the bridge starts to fall on the far end. <gasps> And as it does so, you realize that you're going down. Ah. And. Hold on. I'm going to bring you on a cross over here. <gasps> I have solved the puzzle. It wasn't a very complicated I've solved puzzle. the walking puzzle. <laughs> uh, and you all come out uh, onto a stone ramp. Uh, at the And you, you basically, you start to see water uh-huh. uh, at the bottom of your dark vision. Uh-huh. And then uh, as the bridge descends down the slope, it suddenly uh, just opens onto a little harbor here. Oh. You can see there's a boat <gasps> nestled on the far side. Cute. Okay. And it looks like there's a door. Okay. So yes. um, uh, do I see the body that fell down here? Oh, correction. I think the door is actually on the pillar above. So there would be a door there. Oh. Uh, so, so I, I will say, once you get to the bottom, now you can see a door on the second on the second level. Damn it! <laughs> you can also see there's a door here, uh, and yeah, you see you, when you get to the bottom, suddenly a door pops in on the second floor. What the hell? <laughs> oh, can I see my torch? There's another door here. Can I see my torch burning up there? You can. You can okay. see your torch burning up there. Okay. So. Uh, it's magic. At the bottom of the vast cavern, a wooden pier extends uh, into a gently sloshing pool of blue seawater. A shallow draft barge is docked at the pier, uh, an unlit lantern hanging from its bow. Supporting timbers and brickwork line parts of the lower edge of the immense cavern uh, to both the west and south, showing where the original sea cave has been artificially expanded. To the north, a 25-foot-wide waterway provides an aquatic exit from the cavern. The distant, muted sounds of the surf and sloshing water echo down from that direction. Okay. So, um... So there's there's a double door. Oops, I, yes. I'm still painting. Uh, there's a double door set down here to the south. Um, there is a waterway to the north with a boat. Uh, and then to the northeast uh, and up there is a door that we did not see before. And I'm guessing if we go back upstairs, we still might not see. Uh, I see that there's a, um, a bridge of some sort. Is this is this bridge um, that's coming from the, uh, the southwest from that ledge? Is that the one that's going up? Or does this one um, go into the water? Uh, sorry. sorry, you're seeing this, this, you're seeing the underside of the bridge from above. Okay, okay. Uh, on, the, on the second platform. Yes, okay, yes. okay. Uh, all right. Well, um, let's continue. So before we get on the boat, I think uh-huh. I would like to explore down, down at these double doors. Um, okay. now Damien does have, uh, some ink and some, yeah. So Damien would have some ink and some paper. Uh, specifically, he still has, uh, sticky paper from uh, when he was correcting signage. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Damien's going to take out uh, a piece of his uh, signage correcting paper. Uh, 
instead of continuing to use his torches, uh, he's going to put like a sticky note against the flat stone wall to the left of to to his left of the double doors. Okay. That just says the number one. Okay. Uh, and preparing for what we may see inside. Um, I would like to have Ophelia check the door for traps. So I will have her roll a perception. Oh, also, does Ophelia... Oh, no, Ophelia wouldn't be able to smell anything. She has a life bubble on. But you do have this nice, very calming feeling of the sound of waves. Yes. Lapping against stone. It, it, it soothes her soul. Um, so that's an uh, an 18 for Ophelia, and Lenore's going to also look for traps, because Lenore has... Oh, okay. actually, and then Squelch, Squelch will also... Lenore rolled a natural one, but she still aids it because she has a plus 11. So that's a 21. Or was it a 20? 21. 21. Uh, and Squelch. For what? What are you rolling? Uh, we're, we're, we're looking for traps on the door okay. before we open it. Uh, Squelch got a holy fuck. Squelch got a twenty-six. Okay. Uh, so the door does not appear to be trapped. All right, Lenore will try to push the door or pull it. It it appears to have it has like that is this is a very elaborate stone door with like gilded handles, uh, like like the long bar handles like uh-huh. vertical. Uh, they look like they're made to pull. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lenore starts pushing it. I feel like I. Lenore pulls the doors. So, you pull the door open, and you will behold quite a scene within. Four lit braziers illuminate a vast chamber, a cathedral-like space made all the more immense by its lack of benches or other concessions to comfort. The floor is polished tan marble. Uh, with the walls rising up to form a domed ceiling 60 feet above. Alcoves line the walls, six in all, inside of which stand human-sized statues of a tiger-headed man. (gasps) To the south, a few steps lead up to a pulpit-like area with three more statues of the same figure, the central one being twice as tall and holding out before him two lances uh, from which hang flags. The left is the flag of Corvosa, and the right bears the Arcona coat of arms. Oh. While the one in the center uh, bears this, bears these two flags, all the others look like this. Oh. A humanoid with the head of a tiger and backwards claws uh, holding a fan, and the one at the center depicts... Uh, a similar figure, but uh, he has his hands outstretched and is holding these two lances, which bear the flag of House Arcona and the flag of Corvosa. He's, he's got a kitty face. He does have a kitty face. He looks soft. Now in the center, dominating your field of view here, you will see two immense 18 foot long snakes currently feasting upon a snake's skin. And at their center, a bare-chested, humanoid-shaped tiger. Tiger-chested. Tiger-chested. Ha. Uh, it, it is a 
humanoid form with the head of a tiger and the and the stripes of a tiger proceeding onto the uh, humanoid torso and backwards hands. Uh, he wears gilded bangles and a and a beautiful uh, golden necklace, and he's currently feasting on this on this snake skin so, as well. To be clear, he's a bangled tiger. <laughs> he's a bangled tiger. Yes, uh, he has a kukri at his side, beautiful jewels, and uh, baggy purple pants. Oh, uh, sorry. Bare feet. I mean, tiger feet. <laughs> Sorry, we were we were looking for the bathroom. Uh, we're just gonna uh, enjoy your meal, sir. <laughs> you see this? Him look up at you, his eyes glowing blue. No, please stay for dinner. <laughs> what is? Pe- why do people keep using that line when they want to eat us? <laughs> no, come. I see my cousin has sent more below. More? Yes. Welcome. Welcome. Wait, your cousin? But of course. He, he's a dude, though. Um, you're, you're a tiger dude. Uh, you see one of the snakes sort of, like, comes up and sort of pokes its head around the, the corner watching you, and you see the tiger man hold up a hand this backwards hand basically backwards meaning the thumb is on the opposite side of where it's supposed to be Uh for like a humanoid hand Uh uh and he goes hold now let us talk for a while he's he's not your cousin too is he i didn't mean any offense no these are my pets they're beautiful beautiful creatures you know when behor told me that we were going to uplift the entire family and move so far away, I thought I could never leave my pets. Both of them so good, so well-trained. Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? And you see the other, you see the other sort of like, please come forth. I, I, I mean, uh, thanks for the offer. I'm not actually hungry though. I said, come forth and hold up. Lenore, roll me a will save. Is it a charm or compulsion effect? It is a charm or compulsion effect. Excellent. Okay. Uh, so that is, uh, so I have a plus 12 to those. So I'm just going to roll the saves. He, uh, he says, come forth. And you, and you hear it resonate out and like there's this wave of. Uh, uh, that's a 23. Okay. That does succeed. So, I was like, why is that so low? <laughs> okay. So I was wow. like, Lenore. <laughs> Next time I'm going to keep it. <laughs> yeah, let's send her initiative. Lenore's like, I really prefer not to. Initiative for everyone. So Lenore got Lenore got a 10. Ophelia got an 11, actually. It's 11. Damien got a 22.04. Go, Damien. Unia. <laughs> Unia got a 10. So Lenore goes before Unia, but only just. Uh, Squelch, sweetheart. Uh, Squelch got a 17. And Portobello. Portobello, will you try to save your mama? Will you try to save your mama, Portobello? (laughs) Portobello got a (laughs) 2. Oh, wait. Uh, Portobello got a 4, actually. He's got a plus 2 to initiative. (laughs) 
So overall, just a sure. real, a real fantastic set of initiative rolls there. Just real good, real good, real, real bad, <laughs> real bad. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So, um, is everybody in the tracker now? Yes. Great. So, um, he, he, uh, says with quite a bit more resonance, come forth. See, sort of like pointing at Lenore as he does so. Uh, and you see this, uh, this like orange energy sort of like swirl from his mouth as he says, come forth. And it, and it, and as he, as he points, you see it shoot across the the area and like go into uh, Lenore's ears uh, and uh, your eyes glow orange for a sec but you manage to blink uh, and push it out of your mind no thanks I'd really prefer not to but you'd better not do that again well then perhaps a good meal wouldn't change your mind and are you talking about eating us again <laughs> Oh. No, it's gonna be a mess. Uh, as one of the as one of the cobras, uh, basically this 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 snake uh, puts its head around the corner and fans out this huge hood. You can see this 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 pattern that looks like uh, cat's eyes on the on the interior of the hood. Pretty. Uh, as it uh, goes to lash out at you, uh, but does not manage to hit you. Reaching out is my thing. And Damien. Damien would like to make a knowledge check. Okay. Uh, what, what sort, sort of, of knowledge check are you making? Oh, I was going to ask you that. Uh, what are you checking? Oh, right. What's the deal with the tiger people? All right, knowledge planes. All right. Man, I'm happy I got that uh, headband with knowledge planes on it. I was, uh, I was like, nobody really has knowledge planes in the party, so maybe I should get one of these. Uh, 28. Um, you will know. You have heard rumors of this. Uh, this is a creature called a Rakshasa. Oh! Uh, like the little... You're, you're like the little... The little silver knife thing. Now, you will know that the that the human-headed... Or sorry, the, human, the humanoid-bodied animal-headed form is the prototypical Rakshasa. This is... Before anyone in the inner sea knew of anything, any form of Rakshasa, they knew this creature. The Rakshasa is an evil spirit that cloaks itself in the guise of a humanoid creature that it may walk unseen among its prey. They embody what is taboo among most societies, and in the shape of those it seeks to defile, a Rakshasa gorges itself on these hideous acts. Were they human, these acts of cannibalism, blasphemy, and worse, would mark them as criminals condemned to the cruelest of hells. Uh-huh. When not disguised as a humanoid, the otherwise humanoid Rakshasa has the head of an animal. Often, they possess the head of great cats, such as a tiger or panther, or a snake, such as a cobra or a viper. Uh-huh. Yet other heads are not unknown. Apes, jackals, vultures, elephants, mantises, lizards, rhinos, boars, and more are possible. In most cases, the type of head a Rakshasa possesses speaks in some way to its personality. A tiger-headed Rakshasa is stealthy, ravenous, ah. and a boar-headed one might be gluttonous and crude. These changes rarely impact the Rakshasa's base form, although there are more powerful variants of the standard Rakshasa that possess multiple heads, more potent spellcasting, and additional deadly and unusual abilities. Rakshasas scoff at religion, 
They understand the power of the divine, but they see themselves as the only thing worthy of worship from the mortal races. <laughs> Rakshasa clerics are thus quite rare. Although Rakshasas are outsiders, they are very much creatures of the material plane, and many believe the first Rakshasas chose this exile over some other role offered them by a long-forgotten god. Ooh. Although they usually work alone, it isn't unheard of to find extended families of Rakshasas working together to ruin a mortal civilization from the inside over the course of many generations. A Rakshasa is six feet tall and weighs about 180 pounds. Uh, and what did you get total? A 28. I did not roll very well and die. Uh, you get two facts about Rakshasas. Okay. What the hey? Uh, do they have... Uh, what's what's their vision stats like? Vision stats. Okay. Uh, they have dark vision 60 feet. Okay. Pretty good. Uh, but they don't have the sea and darkness universal monster ability? Nope. Excellent. All right. And elemental resistances? Uh, no special elemental resistances. I will give you the DR, though. Okay. They have DR 15 good and piercing. In order to bypass the weapon, has to be both good, good and, and deal piercing damage. Well, I don't have a paladin with me, nope. so that's going to be nope. difficult. Nope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's good to know. Uh, so elemental damage will go through because it's uh, not a DR. Uh, that doesn't get affected by DR. But weapon attacks uh, have to be good and oh, piercing. I do need all of you to make uh, a roll save. Ooh, okay. Okay. Um, this time I will make sure to properly select all of my characters. doesn't need to make a roll save. Okay. All right. Uh, Lenore will save. Is this a charm or compulsion effect? No. Okay. That's a 20. Okay. Ophelia. Uh... Oh no! Ophelia got a 13. Damien. Oh. Uh oh. Um. Yeah, Damien. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Um. Oh, oh, right. Ophelia's, uh, Ophelia's actually needs to go down because we, uh, we realized she doesn't actually get a step bonus to wisdom. Um, Did we not take that out? No, it's not. It's not off on the sheet. Oh, so that's okay. actually a twelve. Okay. Damien, Damien got an eleven. Uh, his his uh, stat block is not quite correct either. Um, okay. But neither of them rolled well. Unia. <laughs> okay. Uh, got a nineteen. And just, squelch. And squelch. What a day it is when your blood rager rolls the best on the will save. And Squelch got a holy oh, fucking shit. shit. Okay. A 32. Squelch is fine. Squelch is fine. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Damien. Yep. What do you want to do now? Um, you know this thing is a Rakshasa. You know there's two fucking cobras next to it. Uh, well, uh, it has it has just said that it's going to eat us. Uh-huh. Um, I think this is an excellent opportunity to drop a fireball. Okay. So... Uh, I will also uh, swift action charge up my cards uh, plus one or plus two shocking uh, and yeah and I will drop a fireball such that I hit uh, Rakshasa man and his two snacks but not Lenore or Ophelia gotcha. so the 20 foot radius ah. uh, so that was not what I wanted to do uh, the 
Fear, fear ball. Uh, that is... Ah, 96! <laughs> well, I've rolled worse. Wow. Uh, 36 points of damage. 36 points of fire damage. This bead of fire explodes in the center of this temple-like structure. Uh, DC 20 reflex save. Okay. Uh, one of the cobras fails. The, the one up here mm -hmm. is going to take the full 36. And you just hear this <laughs> as the cobra is caught in the flames. Mm -hmm. It takes quite a lot of damage. Uh, this cobra uh, dodges out of the way, uh, managing to deftly maneuver its body in such a way that it only takes half damage. Impressive. And then I need you to roll a caster level check. Yep, yep. I was like, uh, when is spell resistance? Yep. Here we come. 1d20 plus 9. nine. Um, now, I, Damien does not have anything for spell resistance, um, okay. but Squelch does have uh, an item uh, that she can spend okay. as a material component. Damien will inform the party. Oh, <laughs> and you watch as I got 13. and you watch as um, as as one of the cobras takes like a lot of fire damage. One dodges out of the way, and you just see you just see uh, the Rakshasa's eyes shift from this blue glow to red, and it waves its hand, and you just see the fire around it coalesce into an orb, which it just oh, shit. snuffs out in its hand. That thing has spell resistance. Yes, mortal magic is but an inconvenience to my kind. <laughs> um, so Squelch. Squelch actually has. Are you moving at all? Or? Uh, Damien, Damien's staying right where he is. Um, <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. And can Squelch see into the room right now? She did have to make a save, so. Does Squelch have a line of sight on uh, Tiger Man? Uh, on Tiger Man? Tiger King? Squelch? No. Yeah. Squelch does not have line of sight. Okay. Um, so Squelch is probably going to have to move in, unless I can stand behind my friends, like, right here, which I don't think I can. Is this a No, you'd be in the water if you stood there. Yeah. Uh, so that's not legal. Um... Yeah. um so Damien is Damien uh, uh, seeing that uh, Squelch is going. Excuse me, excuse me. You move. Will actually take a take a five foot step, and Squelch will move in to line of sight. Excuse me, excuse me. I have I have a thing. I have a thing for this. And Squelch will pull out of her bag some silver powder. Squelch is pulling out some Dwemer's essence which derive from the patient distillation of rare magical reagents. A pinch of this fine white powder can be added to the casting of any spell as an additional material component to give the spellcaster a plus five bonus on caster level checks made to overcome spell resistance. Okay. Okay. And Let's Squelch is going to cast Flame Strike. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. It is a 10 foot radius cylinder, 40 feet high. It's, it's like divine fireball. So, uh, which of which of these snakes looks more hurt right now? Um, the one on the the one on the west side. Okay. Looks quite hurt. All right. So I can actually hit the the hurt snake and the rakshasa okay. with flame strike, and that will do ninety six points of damage. Half of that is fire damage, and the other half is directly from divine power. Mm -hmm. Oh no! Oh, that is a much sadder ninety six. That's 96. very sad, actually. That is a twenty two points of damage. Reflex half. Reflex half. That is a DC 21 reflex save. Fail, actually. Uh, and uh, I will make a 
caster level check. And pass. Nine plus five. Uh, as the uh, Dwemer's essence evaporates, Squelch gets a 25 to overcome Okay. Uh, spell resistance. And uh, you see you see the uh, the fire does seem to uh, basically you watch as the Rakshasa tries to do a similar thing to dissipate the flames before they can damage it but they do singe his fur. Uh, In a very goblin-like way, Splash goes <laughs> Fire! Fire! Amazing. <laughs> Alright. Ophelia. How's the snack looking? This this snake is looking very bad. Uh, it's it's uh, you can see uh, horrible burn marks up the side of its body, exposed blood vessels and parts of its throat, uh, some some ribs sticking through on parts. It looks like it's in quite bad shape now. All right, uh, sounds like a good idea to take that thing out. Um, <laughs> I Ophelia is going to. Uh, run up. Do you need me to make uh, acrobatics checks to avoid attacks of opportunity from Snacky? Uh, yes. All right. Uh, I do have a. Uh, I do have the mobile feet, so. Uh, that is a 16 on die for a uh, 31 to avoid attacks of opportunity. That will uh, that will work. And are you going through it square? Or? Yes, I would like to try to go through it square. Right, you do that. Um, I need to roll. I think I need to roll a separate acrobatics check for that. No, that's the that's the moving through the square and oh. uh, it's the same. Oh, okay. Type that's of a, acrobatics. Okay, check. that's a thirty-six then. That's why sometimes you don't provoke attack opportunity even though you don't move through the square. Oh, okay. So Ophelia is going to uh, surge forward. And, lashing out at you as it uh, so. d- and um, as the snake lashes out, she jumps and lands on its head. Yes. Uh, and brings her sword down, and we'll see what that does. Twenty six to 26 hit. Twenty six to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Uh, deal eight points of getting hit with a dueling sword damage and twenty two points of hidden strike. It's, it's dead. Uh, and so then, how do you kill it? So uh, as you jump as onto its head. Jumps onto its head and just. Brings the dueling sword down and and just lops the head off. And this squirming uh, body uh, now just writhes on the spot. You watch the the head flexes its jaws uh, and and the hood sort of goes limp. And you just ride the uh, the writhing body to the ground. Yes. As blood spurts out from the uh, from the snake body. Um, and then spraying um, across the floor. So that was my move action and my swift action. Uh-huh. Uh, can I use a standard action to do something that would ordinarily be a swift action? Um, I suppose so. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Ophelia is then going to use Shadow's Shroud. Okay. Uh, yeah. And become covered in darkness, uh, in magical darkness. Okay. And um go out of sight. Uh, would you mm. like me to make a stealth check? Yes, make a stealth check. As you as you do this and then fade into this little rift in shadow. Yes. Um, now the moon is still relatively big, so I think I get a plus two on that. Um, 17. That is a total of 30 on my stealth. I'll just put that... Uh, oh wait, I think I... I don't know. That's fine. Um... Okay, so Ophelia um, can, uh, finishes her move uh, in the snake square and uh, disappears 
uh, maybe sort of into this alcove where the uh, the shadow of the alcove, mm-hmm. and she just she just melts into the shadow. Yes. Uh, and then Lenore. Lenore. Uh, all right. Well, it's not a proper fight if Lenore isn't in the middle of it. So Lenore is going to blood rage. Back my 18 hit points. Uh, and Lenore will, as part of her movement, expand her reach on her uh, faux shard to increase from the circle of death to the donut of death. And she will uh, step forward to our right of Ophelia and she will attack the snake. And that is a 25 to hit. Okay, Uh, 25 to hit will hit. And that does 24 points of damage. Two on die. <laughs> uh, Twenty-one points of damage. Twenty-four, uh, because of the two-handed power attack. Yes, twenty-four points of damage. Yes. Okay. Um, I do believe that you do need to make an acrobatics check to get to that space. Oh, I can. Because it does threaten that area. Yeah, I can do that. Not, I'm not great at that, but I will roll, and we will see what happens. <laughs> oh, that's not good. No. <laughs> it's a thirteen. Okay. So I believe you get an attack of opportunity on, on me. Oh, that's really sad. Well, my AC is 22 right now, so it might hit. Oh, okay. That's that's not that sad. Uh, it's a 20. It's a 23. Yay! Uh, I was like, that's such a low number on die. Blood uh, raging AC is pretty low. Bad. So you're going to take 12 points of damage, okay. and I do need you to make fortitude save. Um, we currently have communal delay poison up. Fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you and your fucking delay poison. <laughs> Fuck. Now, does that mean that you have to make a fortitude save when it's done? Um, if, if the poison's the, still there. Yeah, if the poison's still there. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we have uh, about a. I think we. I think Lenore has about uh, twenty minutes left on that. Okay. You take. Yeah, so you take. Uh, you take twelve points of. Uh, yep. You take uh, twelve points of damage, and uh, you can uh, have some fun but with. You, but you return. You return the gesture in kind. Yes, and deal uh, double that with my yes. sword. Um. Now, can, oh wait, Lenore can't make any knowledge check. She's raging. <laughs> Unia. Unia. The snake has been quite injured by Lenore. It has. Uh, it looks. It looks uh, like it's bleeding out uh, mm. rather dramatically. Indeed. Uh, the Rakshasa sneers at you. You have no idea how much work it was to get them here. My babies. I will make you pay for any damage done to them. Where have we heard that before? And here all I wanted to do was talk. And eat us. Well, (laughs) that's beside the point. We would have talked first. It would have been very polite. Uh... Oh, damn. So I'm guessing hold person probably doesn't work on this guy. Uh, fuck. No, it wouldn't. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I do not have hold monster. I suppose I could channel entropy. Uh, mm-hmm. I can exclude three... I can exclude four people. So Unia would have to... Oh, there are only four people in line of sight of me right now, actually. Uh, because Ophelia is not in line of sight of me. Uh, so, uh, Unia will take a five-foot step forward, and they will channel Entropy. Um, that is 5d6, uh, of, uh, sort of chaotic, rotting damage. 
Uh, and uh, DC, what's their will save? 16. <laughs> DC 16? Yeah, DC 16. Okay, save. I do not believe it is subject. Pass. Okay. And uh, the, snake pat, the snake saves? Uh, 16. Oh, does uh, snake make a save as well? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, the snake actually counts. All right. Well, uh, oh, don't have to make a spell resistance roll for this, so uh, they each take nine points of damage. Oh, uh, you see the snake uh, seems to be reeling on the spot waiting for the uh, Mortal Kombat finish him. <laughs> uh, All right. I don't get to channel very much. That was no, fun. That was pretty nice. Yeah. Pretty cool. It is pretty cool. All right. They're pretty cool. The uh, snake is yes. It, it, its health bar is flashing red. Yeah, it's gonna bite at Lenore. Okay. It'll probably hit. Nope. Nope. That's natural one. Oh no! Uh, as it it goes to lash out at you, uh, but as it does so, it just. <laughs> just Huge twenty-foot-long snake just collapses to the ground, Damn. falling unconscious with this last exertion. Lenore's like, <laughs> "Sorry, man." Portobello. Portobello. Portobello, feeling heroic and also only having a thirty-foot movement speed, <laughs> is going to barrel into the room. I suppose he could double move. Portobello uh, runs in, sees that the, that both the snakes are dead, um, and um, will actually double move, but not like full double move. Just sort of like get in, um, get in position within Lenore's donut of death uh, to be threatening um, Rakshasa if he tries to uh, cast spells. Okay. Okay. <sighs> Protect Mama! Amazing. Alright. Uh, the Rakshasa is going to step to the side <laughs> and is going to, yep, uh, cast. <laughs> he, watches, no. he watches it. <laughs> charges. Um, step to the side. Uh-huh. He's going to draw a dagger. Oh. He watches it. Traces this traces this, uh, this uh, arc in the air and he watches uh, lightning starts to course around in it, and then it just takes takes the arm and just flings this this uh, lightning out toward you. Uh, and I need Lenore, Unia, and Squelch to make a reflex save. Alrighty. Uh, as a lightning bolt courses across the area. All right, Lenore, reflex and save. It just, and it just does this oh! loud. It just does this loud tiger roar. Lenore got a natural one on her reflex save. Unia gets a 10 and squelch. Wow. <laughs> Look, these are actually my, my two characters with the worst reflex saves. Great. <laughs> and squelch gets a, a 20 fucking nine. <laughs> okay. So squelch, you're going to take half damage. You take, uh, you take nine points of damage. Okay. With the rest the, of you take 19. With squelch's uh, five points of electricity resistance. Squelch takes four points of damage. And with Lenore's five points of electricity resistance, Lenore takes 14 points of damage. 
Uh, so that's so there you uh, go. zero. Um, and, and hold on. That's uh, eight. And Unia takes 19 points of damage because they're human. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, snake is gone. Uh, I do have a question for you, though. Um, yes. What are Ophelia and Damien planning right now? Oh, um, well, Ophelia is currently hiding uh, and is preparing to... Uh, jump out, startling appearance, uh, the Rakshasa, and do a stab. uh, And then spring attack, potentially spring attack, away, uh, and hide again. Okay. Um, And and what's Damien planning? We're actually seeing that he's a spellcaster. Ophelia might go up, um, startling appearance, try to move through his square, and then stay within range to continue to threaten. Mm -hmm. Um, Damien is thinking about... Um, casting Glitter Dust. Okay. Gotcha. Well, Damien? Damien uh, is going to uh, move back into line of sight and he is going to cast Glitter Dust uh, on on the cat guy to try to blind him. It is not subject to spell resistance. No. Uh, It is a DC 19 will save. Okay. He is going to fail the will save. All right. Quite, quite a lot, actually. <laughs> I was, uh, I was like, oh, does he get a bonus for this? I'm like, I don't think so. He is uh, a sparkly golden tiger now. So now he's a shiny golden tiger. And he's clawing at blinded. His, yeah. It's like, <laughs> okay. And he saves at the end of his turn each round, right? Yep. Which, uh, get his character sheet over here, so I got that in mind. Um. That it? You're just casting glitter dust? Uh, yeah. Okay. Moving? Anything? Uh, hmm. Well, I already I already did move. Uh, oh, you did move. I moved into the doorway, so I had line of sight. Okay. Uh, but you're staying in the doorway? Uh, yeah. I can't move, then cast, then move. I just I just wanted to make sure that you're not coming into the room. Oh, or something. yeah. Yeah, okay. no, I'm not. All right. Uh, Squelch. Squelch uh, is going to. Uh, well, she, she was going to cast Burst of Radiance if Glitter Dust didn't work. Um, but it did. So, what would I like to do? Squelch would like to... Oh, oh, this is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Squelch is going to cast Burst of Radiance. Okay. Um, which does damage against evil creatures. And can also blind, uh, but don't think blinding stacks. No, it doesn't. Um, and we'll see if I overcome spell resistance. Uh, 17. Damn it. Is that, are you adding in your spell penetration? Uh, I only have one Dwemer Essence left, and I want to save no, it. No, you have the feat spell penetration. Add plus two to cast a level checks to overcome spell resistance. I'm not adding it. That's a 19. Okay. So, so it's still happen. Damn it! I wanted to make sure that you were adding it before I told you now. Fuck you. <laughs> well, if it if it happens to be by two, I, I don't want to no, no, uh, cover no, it then. No, no, that's 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 fair. That's totally fair. Uh, your your spell does nothing. Uh, as, as this burst as this burst happens, and and uh, uh, from the point of origin of the spell, uh, the the rakshasa catches it and. This is it again in its hand. 
Squelch looks at the um, uh, bioluminescent mushroom she just snapped to cast a spell and goes, These aren't working very well. Ophelia. Ophelia is going to run up and uh, I believe because he is blinded, it doesn't actually matter if I'm still shadow shrouded or not, but we'll just say, we'll just say I am. Um, I will come forward, startling appearance. Now here's an interesting question. He's blind, but he knows what you're planning to do. Does he know exactly when I'm doing it or where I'm coming from? I don't think he does, no. So, so yes, he is still flat-footed. All right, I'm going to try to make a an acrobatics check to flip over him and see if I can... I'm, I'm going to say, um, if you're okay with this, he's going to be flat-footed, uh-huh. but he's not going to take the additional penalty of blinding to his AC. Okay. Because he knows what you're planning to do. That's fair. That's fair. He still can't see you. Yeah, so. that's fine. I'm making an acrobatics check. Uh, that is a... Ooh. That's a 36. A 36. Fuck yeah, that's gonna hit. Alright, so... That would so, hit even if he wasn't flat-footed. So we're gonna... We're gonna flip over, uh, Catman. Uh, we're gonna come out of Shadow Shroud and we're gonna do a little stab. We're gonna do... Stab. We're gonna do two... We're actually gonna do two stabs. Nice. Um, hidden Strike. Yes. D8s. Do yes. I get... Do I get D8s on my second Hidden Strike as well because Startling Appearance? What is... What is startling appearance? Let me know. I'm gonna double check. Because I will tell you, he's aware of it. Ah. Uh, because he knows what you're planning. Okay. Um. So not so startling appearance does not proc then. Yes. Uh, so we'll do d8s on this. He can't see you, but he could. He knew your plan. Fucking and so mind you don't reader. Surprise him with that. Mind reader bullshit. Yeah. Uh, that was the wheel save at the beginning, I guess. Um. That so all right. So we'll do the d8s. Um. But I'll re-roll for d4s for the second attack. All right, okay. so flip over. Strike out with the dueling sword. Oh no. Um, does a 16 hit against no. flat-footed AC? No. Fuck. Okay. Oh no, I rolled so bad. Uh, does it, does it, uh, that would actually be a 19 versus flat-footed. No, it's not gonna hit. Oh boy. No, it's not gonna hit. Oh boy. Um, and then, so I flip over. So this is actually a, that's a plus 10. Oh man, that's a seven on, okay. So that's a, that's a 20? 20. Does that hit flat-footed? No. Fuck. Okay, so Ophelia flips over, tries to slash at the Rakshasa. It bounces off of some sort of invisible barrier surrounding him. He's got he's got some sort of shielding spell up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I would have done so much better. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh well, now I'm in flanking position for Lenore. Speaking of, Lenore! <laughs> Lenore! <laughs> Lenore would like to take a five foot step forward mm-hmm. uh, and diagonal, uh, such that um, she is now flanking with Ophelia. Uh, inside the donut of death. Donut of death. Donut of and death. He doesn't know what, what Lenore's planning. No. And so Lenore is going to full round attack. Neat. And we'll see how she does against the DR. DR. All right. So the first attack is a 22 um, versus flat footed. Yeah, that's going to hit. All right. That does 28 points of damage reduced. 
Okay. Uh, so 13. 13 points of damage. Um, okay. The second is a critical threat. Okay. I get, I got a 19. Uh, crit confirm 25. Yeah. All right. So, so that does uh, 29 plus 26 is 55 points of damage. Um, and then he has to make a fortitude save. Is that 55 reduced already? Or is it? No, that's not reduced already. Uh, so okay, 40. So 40, yes. Uh, and he uh, makes a fortitude save? Yep. Save. Uh, what's your DC? Uh, 16. Okay, yeah, he passes. Oh, uh, my mistake. I, I was not adding the um, the power attack bonus to that, so that's uh, six more damage on the, on the crit. Okay. All right, he's not staggered, and Lenore... Uh, he is bloody now. Yeah. As you as you carve open his chest, bleeding quite profusely, actually. As he just snarls at you. Fine. You want to play their games? You'll be caught in the crossfire all the same. You wanted to eat us! I wanted to talk. We can talk. No. <laughs> Now I want to eat you. <laughs> what is it with these people in dinner? Unia's turn. Now, they had great success with their channeling before. Uh, so they're actually going to move into the room, uh, walking gingerly over the body of the, um, the dead snake. Uh-huh. And uh, they're gonna channel one more time. I, I think so that'll affect the unconscious and dying snake as well as Rakshasa man. And I believe Damien and Squelch are out of the line of effect and Unia will exclude obviously Lenore, Porterbello, and Ophelia. Uh, so that is, it's a DC 16 will save uh, and we'll do 5d6 points of damage. Natural one on the save. <sighs> 15 points of 15 damage. 15 points of damage. Yeah. Bypassing DR, no spell resistance. This is like the one time that I've been real yes. excited to channel. It's right. been very successful. And Portobello. Portobello. Bless him. Bring us home, Portobello. Portobello would like to five foot step in and full round attack the Rakshasa. Now, um, I don't believe he gets flanking. No, doesn't <laughs> we'll, get flanking. We'll see. Standing. We'll see if any of the multi attacks crit. <laughs> no, bless him. I love him so much. I don't know if even if he. I guess if he crits, he might be able to bypass DR. Yeah, he's he's no, just bless him. He's he's just he's you know a baby. he's a baby. Uh, this will require additional um, uh, concentration checks if uh, Tiger Man tries to cast anything. Tentacles! Oh! <laughs> so the first one is a 23. It hits. <laughs> Doesn't bypass DR. It does four points down. I would like to try to grab. Portobello, Portobello rolls a 13 to grab. <laughs> oh, bless him. No, he doesn't grab. He tries very hard. Yeah, he does four points of damage. Uh, at, that does not go through DR at all. Are you biting? And then he's gonna bite, yes. Uh, would Portobello count as good because he's defending his mama? He radiates the aura he, of he, a good boy? He, he is good in the ways that count, but not in the ways that count for DR. Oh. Oh, he got a 13 to hit. 
<laughs> okay. So. No, I'm still blinded. Means a lot of things. But it doesn't mean that I can't still kill Ophelia. So, he's gonna move five feet here. Um, and he's going to slash with his cookery. Okay. At Ophelia. Alright. Uh, let's roll a uh, mischance. 50% mischance. He misses his first attack. As the cookery, as you see him, like, turn his head and he goes, Such poor manners, you Avastani have. Perhaps you should mind your tongue! And, like, <laughs> and, like cuts, like, right, just barely uh, missing where your, uh, where your neck is. <sighs> Ophelia feels the air in front of her get sliced. Might be concerned that someone might say something. And he steps again. He does provoke an attack opportunity now. Oh, yes. I would like to, uh, Ophelia would like to attack of opportunity. Uh, roll an attack. Uh, no hiddens. Well, do I get d4 hidden strikes? Because he's blinded? Yes, you do get d4s. Oops. So while he's doing that, Ophelia is trying to slash at his ankles. Oh, Miss. sad. Uh, as he, uh, any, any, any cuts again. Oh, actually, that's a, that's a, um, I have concealment, and that's a plus one. So that's a 19. I think it still misses. Yeah. Just, just mind your mind. Cuts again. This one's going to hit you. All right. Actually, just to confirm, 29 to hit. That is my AC. You Actually, 31 to hit. Oh, fuck you, yes. <laughs> uh, and then you're going to take seven points of damage on that one. Okay. And then he's going to swipe with a claw towards your towards your belly. 26 is going to be a miss then, yeah? Mm-hmm. It, 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 the claws scrape against sort of the scales, the mithril scales of Ophelia's armor <sighs> and just goes, scream! And you just you just hear the sound of these claws scraping across the metal, leaving this leaving these scratch marks across it. I just got that polished. And well, we'll get to what's coming to you. Behor and Vimondo will see to that. And he's going to, and and then he <laughs> gnashes out with his teeth at you, uh, and misses with that as well. <sighs> Thank you for blinding him! <laughs> God! Damien. Jesus fucking Christ! Okay. Bayhorn Vimondo will see to that. Bayhorn Vimondo. Wow. Bayhor and Vimonda. Can I make a knowledge check about those names? Sure. Knowledge look. I don't think. I, I mean, yeah, you can, but I don't think you would have heard them. Roll knowledge look, anyway. Alrighty. Uh, 25. Um, they're not names that you've heard before, um, but based on uh, your knowledge of Corvosa naming schemes, they don't seem to match with any names you've ever heard of anybody in Corvosa. Ophelia turns back. Who are those? I don't know. Probably more ra- probably more Rakshasas. And Damien. What would Damien like to do with his turn? Um, 
So this guy's blinded, but he currently has some sort of shielding spell up, which makes it hard for Damien to hit. He also has spell resistance. Do you want to roll Knowledge Arcana to see what spell he has up? I would love to, actually, yes. I'm guessing it's probably your classic shield. Eight on die for a 27, I believe. Yes, a 27. Uh, yeah, it's actually your classic mage armor. So not far off. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, that does mean that I could try to cast Magic Missile at him. Sure. <laughs> the question, of course, being spell, spell resistance. resistance. Yeah, will yes. I overcome spell resistance? I mean, if I don't, it's only a waste of a level one spell. And he's not looking great right now. And yeah, everybody, he's looking quite hurt. And everybody else has. And everybody else is going to have a chance Belabored to have a go at him. Breathing. He's uh, missing Ophelia. Oh, does he save again against the glitter dust? Oh yes. 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 I do need to save. That is a DC uh, nineteen. Still blinded. All right. Um, Damien is going to. Um, oh. Like I this. know what you're thinking, boy. Does he have Does he have shield up or does he have mage armor? <laughs> oh, you figured it out. Shit. Do you feel lucky? Damn it. <laughs> Damn it, he's figured it out. Um, yeah, so I'm going to uh, cast magic missile. I'll make my uh, caster level check right now just okay. to save us a bunch of uh, math. Bunch of math if, if I don't roll well. Uh, 24. You saved me a lot of math. Uh... Was that it not does not overcome his spell resistance. Oh my god. Yes. So when I rolled a 25 earlier, that was it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. So Damien, Damien's like focusing really hard and he sends out this, this flurry of four glowing cards. And they just burst into just particles of glowing energy. Feck! <laughs> As I said, mortal magic is useless here. Squelch. Squelch is going to do some some running, mm-hmm. uh, and Squelch is going to move into flanking uh, with Ophelia. Okay. He, now he he is blinded. Was he able to read Squelch's mind? Oh, uh, you don't know. Okay. Um, I was just wondering. Uh, I guess I won't. He can make an attack of opportunity on me if he has the. He's up. blind. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Squelch double moves. Squelch is now flanking with Ophelia. Okay. Alrighty. And then Ophelia. Ophelia, now, I think... Is he... <laughs> Belabored breathing. Uh, bleeding out. Such bad manners. Um, and Ophelia is going to try to... Well... I think I can just do a regular attack with flanking right now. And then I can try to move and flip through square as a move and swift action after that. So I'm just going to do my regular attack at my full base attack bonus. Just one with flanking from Squelch. Just one. Hidden strike D4s. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is a uh, 26 to hit. Yeah, versus flat footer. Yep. That'll do it. Uh, so that does eight points of getting hit with a dueling sword damage and 13 points of hidden strike. So we get six points of damage in over the DR. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, boy. And then we are going to try to flip through his square, s- sacrificing our flanking bonus, but potentially getting D8s on our next attack. I am rolling acrobatics. 
I rolled a natural one on acrobatics. Oh no! That is a that is a twenty-one. No. <laughs> um, uh, I, I get... don't think. I don't think. He, wait, I don't think he can take an attack of opportunity on you. All right. Because uh, he knows what you're doing, but he he doesn't know exactly where you are. Okay. So, uh, so we'll just uh, we'll just take my second attack there, and that's a miss. Gotcha. Uh, that's a three on die to hit, and that misses. Great. <laughs> well done, Ophelia. <laughs> Hey, damage is damage. Uh, and he's quite hurt. Yes. Uh, now... Let me make sure he's not supposed to surrender at any point. I don't think he surrenders, but... Now. <laughs> <laughs> Just making sure. Now, uh, uh, Lenore is not currently in range to full round attack. I could swift, cast, uh, swift action cast long arm using uh, uh, my blood rage, but we're in a dungeon. I don't want to burn through my blood rage levels uh, my, my blood rage rounds right now um, for that I'm going to take this down one so Lenore's going to move up 10 feet so that uh, Catman is within her donut again and she will attack once and maybe she will crit wouldn't that be fun uh, she is flanking with Squelch wouldn't it be nice if my blood rager crit wouldn't it be fuck 23 23 to hit yep Hit. All right, thirty points of damage. So he seventeen falls unconscious <sighs> and collapses on the floor. Blood pooling at the feet of the statue. Blood seems to like run down the stone oh. as if there's like a slight grade oh, no. toward the statue. Oh no! And pool around its feet. Oh no! Oh no! 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 no. Nothing happened. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had well to do that. done. Well done. Uh, actually, something does happen. No. You all hit level 10. <gasps> oh. Well, that's exciting. Yes. It is very exciting. But you stand here in this, what seems to be a temple dedicated to this Rakshasa, central one, dressed in a very familiar doublet. Looks a lot like Gloria Arcona. It looks a lot like Gloria Arcona. Yep. And so you will be level 10. Uh, now, uh, unless you guys want to sleep, uh, you gain the benefits uh, that we've talked about in the past for leveling up in the middle of a day. Um, you know, you can take 15 minutes to prep new spells into your new spell slots. Um, your hit points, your max hit points go up, and your current hit points go up by whatever you roll on your uh, hit dice. You will gain access to your new abilities. Uh, your uses per day of any current abilities stay the same, though if you gain new uses of those abilities, you gain new uses, uh, and the max increase is similar to how your HP increases. Yay! And we'll do all of that between sessions here. And next time, you can explore... The Vivified Labyrinth. On Curse. On Curse. Of, of the, the Crimson, Crimson Throne. Throne. Do you want to, like, tie him up and stabilize him and yeah, ask him questions? Yeah, I actually do. I actually okay. really okay. do. Okay. Um, I would love we to ask him that. questions. Um, yeah, so Unia, we'll just say Unia goes over and casts Stabilize. Uh, okay. I think they can cast that within 30 feet, so they take a five-foot step up and they cast Stabilize. Does that have spell resistance? <laughs> Wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> He'll probably stabilize. Yes! Him. 
Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's fucking do this. Roll, roll, roll your caster level check. They can also cast it from where they're standing. I'm gonna roll caster level check to see. If, <laughs> if he fucking bleeds out, I got a twenty-six. Okay, you stabilize him. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I was gonna sit here rolling stabilization or rolling stabilization checks as I roll caster. As you roll caster level checks. checks. And so far, he failed one. So I would think it would be fucking hilarious if he bleeds out because you can't stabilize him. Anyway, we'll get it. We'll get back uh, as the statue of a Rakshasa that is dressed very much like Gloria Arcona looms above the party in a temple to himself. Yeah. Curse Curse of the Crimson. crimson. Throne. done with, I'm sure our lost friends will be just a little ways ahead and we can take them and go back to Glorio and everything will be fine. We don't have to worry about whoever Behor and Vamanda are. Right? Right? To Heaven to Roll is produced by David Clark and Katie Dukshire. The Curse of the Crimson Throne and the Pathfinder role-playing game are property of Paizo and are used in accordance with their community use policy. This session featured sound effects and a song titled Hordes of Undead from Sirenscape. To see how you can use Sirenscape to enhance your own games, check out Sirenscape.com. This session also featured music from Michael Gelfi Audio and Philip Melvin, including Mistress of the Black Swamp, Ruins of Gelmuth, The Crimson Banquet, Red Raven's Waltz, Terror Beneath the Inn, The Tomb of the Seven Sons, and The Banshee. We are on Twitter at to have and to roll. Rain is at Rain Zero. That's R-A-N-E and the number zero. Daft is at Daft Prodigy. We are also on Tumblr, to have and to roll.tumblr.com. And remember, we do not have a Patreon, but Rain does work full-time trying to save the world with the power of solar energy. If you would like to see how he can help you switch your home over to solar, please send us an email. To have and to roll at gmail.com. Subject line, Rain Stay Job. We will be back in two weeks as the cover of night push forward into the vivified labyrinth. Find out what awaits them inside and how the labyrinth has earned its name next time. Bye!
Catman. Okay. He's a man who's a cat. I said Catman. Cat yes, Percy. You can get solar from rain. Well, you can't. You need to own your house. Oh. Motherfucker. <laughs> you have no concept of moment of silence. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's 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 your mom. So she uh, loves us. I, I I can't be that mad. She's she's delightful. Um, <laughs> anyway. Mom, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I swear so much. <laughs> Here comes anyway. another one. <laughs> Thank you, Mom Prodigy. <laughs> I need to silence my cell phone. <laughs> this is really on me. This is really on me. Oh, you might be a little hot on the mic, actually. Oh, me. A little hot. Sorry. Too hot. All right. How's that? Is that better? Uh, I don't know. Say something. That makes me question how good it is. Uh, That's not what I meant. <laughs> the Tiger Family. Da-da-da-da. da 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 da